When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Craig Rosen, our pal. Hello. 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 Hey. First things first. Actually, this, will, this is going to take a while. Distracting. I don't have... The slicey thing? I have my nails. Here we go. The, the slicey thing. Do you you mean a knife? That? Yeah. No, isn't there a special thing for champagne that hacks it off? Uh, it might it, be. It might be for wine. Well, okay. So here we go. It's, it it's New be. Year's. Okay, don't point that at anybody. Yeah, you'll take an eye out. I have poker. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pop. Hey! Oh, right in, right in the eye. Yeah. Right. Sorry about that. Ouch. Wow, those are some bubbles. I love the sound effects. Wow, that's that's it's heavy. like almost legitimate. That's heavy. All right, so, here's to the past and here's to the future. Twenty twenty three. Okay. To twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Thanks for joining us. Th- for oh, thanks, welcome. Craig. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Really <laughs> looking forward to it. The big six O coming quick. Oh Yikes. really? Yikes, how'd that happen? What are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's gonna live. Know. He's gonna live his life. I hopefully, don't know. we want to. Yeah, we'll see. March sixteenth. Right about the last time I was oh, here. Right. Right. Oh, March 14th all right. Being the day that you uh, went out to uh, dinner. Uh, yeah, the last time I was here was three thirteen nineteen. Is that possible? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, it was 20? twenty. It was okay. twenty. All right. I know. It's all, it seems it's like five, it was yeah. five years ago. Yeah, everything's five <laughs> years yes. ago. Yeah. <laughs> so at the start of the pandemic. All right. So where are we doing? We have a podcast here. Well, we're, yeah. so we're celebrating anniversaries. Or not anniversary. Looking back, as Craig is looking back at uh, sixty whole years. What albums came out in sixty three? Sixty three. Like the Beatles, uh, uh, probably that was even before. What was the number one song? Or it album. You are the number one guy. What's the yeah, number? The number one album is a terrible one. The songs that I sang on the Jackie Gleason show. It's uh, that guy. I can't remember his name. I think it's a horrible album, and it's like a horrible cover. It's Aww. just everything about it is wrong. It's just. <laughs> it's so disappointing. But it was number one. You're the end of the rainbow. My pot of gold, your daddy's little girl, to heaven to hold. Is it Frank Fontaine? Or I think that was that it. His name? I think that's right. I, I can't. I can't remember anything. So, songs <laughs> I sing on the Jackie Gleason show, Frank <laughs> Fontaine, and uh, look, look, look at this cover. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
that is indicative of the time. See, maybe? see what I mean? Everything oh, is wrong. About dear God. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you weren't born in late December? No, I wasn't. <laughs> All right, so the number, as I look on Wikipedia, which never, never lies, <laughs> that's, as I always say, you were born March, March 16th, but. Okay, so is, do you know the song that was number one? No, no, I, I, I I'm I, sure I looked at it, but I, think, I don't remember. Well, let's think about December 1963. Okay. It's Frankie Valley. Okay. Frankie Valley. Well, and his okay. band. The Four Seasons. Right. Okay. So can you, you wouldn't do this like an Egyptian, you would do this uh, like someone else. Walk, walking like a man. Walk, walk like a man. The last podcast okay. episode, that when Craig was on here, he could not, you guys didn't get any of my hints. Yeah. Okay. And now I think yeah. I might be getting better at this. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and that, the whole Frankie Valley thing sort of brings us to something semi-current. That song Begging by oh, yeah. Skin. I'm begging. Yeah, which is a Frankie Valley cover. Yeah. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in hand out, baby. I'm begging. I love that song. Oh. And I am I pronouncing the band name right? Is it just Man- Maniskin? Boy, I, I, I'm not sure. That's how I pronounce it. Yeah. Maybe, but it, maybe it does have like one of those, yeah, uh, not I, like an umlaut. It's got yeah. another weird. <laughs> I caught up earlier with the winners, the Italian band Maniskin, as they prepared to fly I can fly say back to with all, all 100% confidence that Maniskin is my favorite Italian band. Did it's they win great. Best New Artist? I think they're nominated. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while. I love During that the- band though. Yeah, well, not I, as much I, as I you like love it. wet leg, apparently. Oh, yeah. I yeah. read. I love that. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. Let me get this yes. quote. What, Craig Rosen what, put out his top what, 10 list. What kind of BS? Yeah. Oh, well. Craig Yahoo, Rosen. Yahoo put it out. They, they asked me to submit one because I used to work there. So, yeah. <laughs> and Craig Rosen proclaimed Rianne and Hester the most exciting rock duo since the White Stripes. Did you indeed say that? I didn't say it, but I wrote it. Oh, okay. But you just said it. <laughs> Can we hear you say does that? that <laughs> does that sound bad? They present as a duo. Yeah. Uh, like after I read that on Lindsay's uh, 
the intro, I'm like, wow, are they really a duo? Yeah. They have people that play. I think of them as a duo. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then I stand by that. Sure. 100%. Tears for Fears also on your top 10 list. Let's review. So far, Mannequin's my favorite (laughs) Italian band. Wet Legs, my, the most exciting duo since the White Stripes. There you go. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Craig Superlative Rosen. The king of the superlatives. <laughs> yes. Are you going to go down his whole list after wet leg? Well, Should no. I've gone from number 10. Isn't that your way? No. Well, we're house? talking duos. So you did put Tears for Fears in your top 10. And yes. Did you see him this year? Didn't they play? I did not. I, w- I wanted to. There was something else going on that night. But you enjoyed their album, which I was did. very good. Yes. From the- yeah, I enjoyed their album. Well, which often if I'm interviewing an artist or, or working on a piece about them, I tend to listen to that record a lot. So yeah, you, that, that was one of them. I did talk to uh, Tears for Fears. I he, did something on them. Yeah. Musicians are good salespeople too. I mean, that's why they do interviews. They're selling their, their wares. There's a few that are pretty good at it, especially if you're listening to something and then you talk further with that actual artist that, that creates kind of a bond between the album and the artist and, and yourself. And even more so, I mean, in this day and age of streaming and a million things coming at you all at once. I find that I don't listen to, maybe I shouldn't uh, admit this, but I don't listen to that many albums anymore, sadly. I tend to listen to singles, tracks, make playlists. And when I do listen to albums, it's when I'm going to uh, interview somebody. And then I I'm sort of forced to spend time with it so I could come up with some questions and act like I'm semi-intelligent and uh, pretend that I've, uh, you know, actually studied their work and know what I'm talking about. I have a love-hate relationship with top 10 lists, you know, the records that I really like. You know, there's a balance, but I stand by my list, I think. I think it's... So you have a love-hate relationship with top 10 lists, meaning like any or those that you're asked to make? Probably any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, so, yeah. I wonder the thought that you put into your own, are other people putting the same thought into theirs? And what are they, like you said, is it is it, you know, what you think you should like, what you think other people like? I, I think there's some of that that goes on with some people. I mean, I don't know. I try to be honest, but it could change at any moment. And it's like, oh, you know, you're like racking your brain. Well, should I put this on or that? When I start, I, I, what 10, do I even have 10 albums? And then yeah. I end up with like 30. And You did like Beyonce's new album. Yes, I did. And, and it's funny, most of the, can I see this? Please, yeah, go <laughs> yeah, ahead, look at your list. The, yeah, most of the, like the newer stuff is stuff that I play in my spin class. I played Beyonce in here. Oh, is that right? And The Weeknd. And Salt is a great record that actually my, I knew of them, but my daughter turned me into, turned me on to this latest album, which is really diverse and great. Keep looking up. How do you 
The two outliers. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please. Tonight. Yeah, my my number, which is well, well, one of you, them, was not a surprise. Do you want to count them down, or or count them up, or should we just get around? I, don't I mean, it doesn't. We okay. already know okay. what number number one was. Wet leg. Yeah, and two was. Well, do we want to go from the bottom? All right, you do. You do, okay. Casey Kasem style. All right, look into right. the camera. Number ten, Casey. Yeah, I love Casey. I got to talk yeah. to Casey. I grew up listening to Casey. We all did. I remember. Yeah, I remember eating waffles and listening to <laughs> Top Forty. We had a we had a waffle machine or a press or whatever okay. waffle maker yeah okay number ten it's a, a wild card here Robert Gordon and Chris Bedding Hellified. Well, there's only one day left until tomorrow. That's the day you go walking right out of my life for good. Wearing something old, baby, something. away earlier this year so but this was recorded in 98 and this is one of those ones the assignment things uh so yeah i got to talk to chris spedding okay. who's an amazing oh. guy i mean really got into some of his music uh solo music he's quite a career and good stuff who was was he in a band i don't even i'm not familiar with he he played with brian ferry he played with roxy music he produced the sex pistols demos Okay. And there was a rumor that he actually did the guitar parts, but I think that rumor is false. I didn't ask him about that. Anyway, uh, Robert Gordon, Chris Spedding, we talked about that. He's a Robert Gordon was a rockabilly guy, and from uh, the eighties, yeah, yeah, very early on. You know, even before, yeah, before Stray Cats. I think the Stray Cats yeah. started to take off after he he uh, was on when they were on the road with the second album uh but yeah he's real good yeah he had the pompadour <laughs> yeah. i remember yeah it's yeah. good luck and he was in this uh i i watched the i can't remember the name of it he is in some really cheesy bad biker movie directed by the woman that did the hurt locker name oh Catherine bigelow yeah. yeah i think it was her first uh oh wow her huh? first d- director credit Okay. Good anyway. with the facts. Yeah. Well, vague facts. I, I, yeah, I know. I, I know the things and then I can't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, okay. We talked about Salt the Weekend. Weekend, uh, very catchy, like, good tunes. You're spinning some of them. Uh, Don FM concept. Oh, oh and that's album. why Weekend would be a good, yeah. is a good spinning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Harry Styles, Tears for Fear, Beyonce. These are bit. all spinning, spinning Break songs. Nice. The Smile, uh, they're great. Tom York is great. Johnny Greenwood's great. I did not see them live, though. And number three, the predictable thing, the uh, all roads lead to REM. It's uh, <laughs> Luke Haynes and Peter Buck. All the kids are super bummed out. And that's a, a COVID-inspired album because uh, Peter's neighbor is a nurse or something, and they had a casual conversation about COVID. And, and that the, was the, 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 the medical professional said to Peter, all the kids are super bummed out because <laughs> they're not going to school and everything. So, And who could forget the opening track, The British Army on LSD. I Let the prisoners go, man. 
set them free With my bare hands I chop down this tree The British Army on LSD Luke Haynes is really great. He's very funny, very dry. He's got a good voice. He was in the band called The Auteurs. And it's Peter Buck. Uh, you just asked what made yeah, it so great. Yeah, Peter Buck. <laughs> well, I Buck. understand, but Pete Buck, you know, he he's a great guitarist, but, you yeah, know, he it, needs... It, a, I it, mean, it, it's definitely Luke. And, I mean, uh, the, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, Peter did that other stuff with that other guy who we don't like anymore. Because he's, <laughs> he turned the into anti-vaxxer. A, he turned into an anti-vax freak. That other stuff with that other guy. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. unfortunate, Joseph Arthur, you yeah. bummed me out to no end. <laughs> so it's, it's actually a two record uh, oh, wow. set, but it's, I, I don't know in the physical, but it's 17 songs, wow. an hour and eight minutes. I like it. <laughs> That's and music that, for one Enough album. to make, get yeah, in your top yeah, 10. Yeah. It's double vinyl. Yeah. If you, if you buy the vinyl, I so thought that about d- it, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> but then and Spoon. Then, and Spoon, yeah. Uh, yeah, what can you say? They're so great. I saw them three times in three different cities this year. Wow. Right? Wow. <laughs> you follow, you're following them around. That's I, incredible. I saw them in Cancun with uh, wow. for that Wilco Fest. Wow. And that was amazing. Then like uh, like another month later, yeah, I saw yeah, them at the Echo yeah. here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that was the KCSN show. Right? Yeah. yeah, and then in the summer, I went to the Bottle Rock Fest and they played there, so... Wow. I was up in Napa and got to see Spoon. You're such a modern guy. That's, I was, yes. It's like Holly and Bono, you know, they, <laughs> Holly oh travels God. all over the place. Yeah, I travel all over to see Spoon. Because the, the, the band that I, you, any guess what the band is that I saw twice this year? Only one that I saw oh. twice that puts me firmly is, in the 80s. Is there? You were with me once. Okay, so Psych Furs. No. Was it? Oh, no, not P-I-L. Let's see. Blondie didn't. No, no. Not, let's see. I'm not, going not twice this missing year. Missing. Oh, missing person. I saw missing no. persons twice this year. Wow. Wow. <laughs> right. Yes. I saw Psych Furs twice this year. Okay. So wait, 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 what was the it? second time? Did you? I, the Holly Belasco? and I went to the Belasco and saw. Oh wow! I'm a little jealous. Yeah. I mean, I've seen them a million times, but I love them. Yeah, that was fun. One of my favorites. And let's see. So now I'm trying to think of. So it's a, was it a band? That, so it's a band we saw, Cruel World. Of course. Okay. Has to be. Now I'm going through the list. Since I don't go to many shows. Vaguely tied into something. It wasn't Morrissey. No. <laughs> Vaguely, there's a connection to some recent news event. Sad news event. Oh, a pa- passed away. Yes. Let's see who. Specials. Well, you're very close. Oh, who is the, the English beat? The English yeah. beat. Oh, you saw them twice this year. Yes, yeah, I saw them recently. I saw them at the uh, Canyon Club in Agora. Well, we saw Dave Wakeling at yeah. the. Yes, the so we, thing. so we, I did see English beat twice. Wow, oh, well, he, he is amazing. great, and they do sound great. I. That's. It's uh, not unfortunate, but I, I have to respect his, uh, his morning. But I, uh, I got a potential assignment uh, having. Dave Wakeling oh. uh, share his remembrances of uh, Terry Hall, and you know, I uh, my editor at Title asked me the other streaming service, which I also support. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I was trying to get in touch with Dave, so I like called friends, emailed people, and it's very funny. There's this one guy that came up to me at the uh, the show at the uh, the Canyon Club. Who I only vaguely know. I'm Facebook friends with him, and apparently we went to the same junior high, and we have a mutual friend. I was getting desperate trying to get in touch with Dave Wakeley, and I tried the agent, t- tried his old U.S. publicist, 
tried his web, web webmaster. That's quite tried, a website. Tried, That's AOL website. Tried the UK publicist. And then I just threw it out there to this guy that I know he's very into ska and the beat. And I'm like, hey, uh, you don't know how to get in touch with uh, Dave Wakeling, do you? And uh, he gave me his number. Oh. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> it's a, text him immediately. I, I did text it's him. It's an 818 number, isn't it? I, no, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he no. was, I was pretty sure he's a Valley resident. He no. is a Valley. He, no, I he, I think Pacific Palisades. Oh, okay. Oh, but, that's I think he did used to live in the valley. But okay, yes, he said he's in the Palisades. We've we've yeah. been stating that he lives in the valley this whole time, so we're oh. going to stick with that story. Yeah. <laughs> and but, so, did but, he, but did you get a hold of him? You know, I wasn't sure it was n- his number, so I didn't address it to him. I just said, "Hi, I'm trying to get in touch with Dave Wakeling, You know, to blah blah blah. And he said, "Sorry, I'm mourning, so I'm not available." Oh, okay. You know, which was, you know, okay. I respect Legit. that. You know. Yeah. So I just said, you know, hey, you know, if you feel like talking. Blah blah blah, you know. Yeah, yeah. To me, you know, I'd like luck to do it. And I said, "You're the only band that I've seen twice this year. Keep <laughs> up the good work." <laughs> yes. I tried to butter him up. It was honest, though. It wasn't sure. Bullshit. No. It was, yeah. Were you a ska fan? Were you a guy? I was. I was very into. I was very excited by that. And that was some of the early. One of the earliest shows I saw at the Whiskey was the Specials and their first L.A. appearance. I don't know if first U.S. But it might have been. I don't know. What year was and that? And I don't know if it was 79 or 80. Yeah. It's probably the time that uh, that Terry met Jane. Uh, could be. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, Did you read in the Times they were talking about like the making of Our Lips Are Sealed? And it came it, it, and it really it came from like the letters that Terry was writing to yeah. Jane. It's kind of touching. Like she was like this teenage love that yeah. they both had and just the, his words. So I, it was kind of like unbeknownst to him that. Jane created this Our Lips Are Sealed around these letters. He also sent her some lyrics, but she used a lot of that for Our Lips Are Sealed. And then, you know, he, of course, he got credit for the song. Yeah, it was February, uh, what is it? 1980. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the show. And the weirdest thing is I can remember what I wore. (laughs) Because you were supposed to wear black and white. I probably heard about the show from Rodney on the Rock then, who was like my my hipster whisperer, who wasn't really whispering. He was on a microphone. (laughs) Hey, Rock. (laughs) You were supposed to wear black and white. So at that point... I was sort of like the rock and roll skateboarder guy, you know, right. wasn't really into like... You're not going to suit haven't, up. <laughs> haven't made the full transition yet, so I wore my white Levi cords and my Cheap Trick Dream Police shirt. It was a baseball shirt, but it was the black with white sleeves. Nice. And that's a good look. The, that that was my, my ska two-tone look. That's <laughs> black and white. But yeah. Did but you I, wear a pie, uh, like a, a I hat, the, a pork the pork pie, pie hat? No. Yeah, I didn't have one, okay. but... Uh, yeah, but, you know, I was thinking, you know, what's weird is that Cheap Trick, Rick Nielsen in particular, is really into that che- whole checkerboard yeah. aesthetic. Too. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, because Two Tone came. Cheap Trick had yeah seventy six. Yeah, they they yeah. had that checkered look. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah I don't know if Two Tone picked it, up on that. If that was anything, I, I doubt it was related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them iconic looks. That yeah. like checkerboard. I forgot that Elvis Costello produced that first record. Yeah, you know I listened to that album recently. It's amazing. The first specials album is just so great. Right. You know you forget because. Like I said earlier, we don't really listen to albums now, but no. <laughs> we do sometimes. But I mean, there are records that are really listenable, you know, from start to finish that are just amazing. Because they're and only 35 minutes long. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you get, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, get that, a lot that, like, that could like be. 10 of the best songs. And that could be. Yeah. yeah. But we do. For, I mean, it also, we've just been programmed more recently to just, you know, your attention span, you know, click, click, click. Right, right. But that album, I I just, it's so good. I was a very big Terry Hall fan. I followed him through, you know, the Fun Boy 3 and then the Color Field. And then then I kind of fell off a little bit. He did, I I have some of those other records, but I wasn't into it as much. He did do the record Vegas uh, or have a band Vegas with Dave Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. But his delivery, like his vocal delivery was just, it was kind of dry and it wasn't punk, but it was just... Almost, almost detached was, oh, in a way, yeah, but telling well, a story, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, like spoken word. Like sometimes you feel like that, some of that spoken word, even though it's not spoken, just the. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he would bring out certain words. Yeah. But um, he had attitude yeah. and he was depressed as hell yeah. <laughs> once he got once well, he got away from. That's well, true. Well, well, the specials slowed down. The specials got really, you know, they started getting slower and moody and weird. And the one thing that I was thinking of, I didn't, you know, never got to talk to Dave, but they did have sort of a parallel existence because Terry and uh, Lionel and Neville left the specials to form the Fun Boy 3. And that was very similar to what uh, Dave Wakeling and Rankin Roger did with uh, General Public. Yeah. You know, yeah. They sort true. of like updated, you know, and splintered and. He also uh, discovered or helped lift up one of your favorite bands, Bananarama. Yes. That, that yep. was their first, as far as I know, that's their first recorded music ever released on It, it Ain't What You Do, It's The Way right. That You Do It, which was a cover. They did a lot of covers. Yeah. Thank you. 
He heard them and like wanted to record with them immediately. Yeah. And, and it was such a good, I thought it was such a good fit for that. You know, the, I was a fan. I guess I was really a fan of Bananarama before I really paid close enough attention to Terry Hall's work with them. Uh-huh. But now I hear that's, it. Of course. Yeah, now that's yeah. all I hear. Yeah. That's who I, yeah. That's how I discovered. Well, they discovered yeah. Bananarama and they uh, brought you discovered her. to, to to the world, yeah. yeah. It's like what they do with hip hop now. You know, that's they're, <laughs> featuring, they're yeah. featuring Features, Terry Hall yeah. featuring Banana Rama, and and the Go Go's sang backing vocals on the first on the second special on more specials. Yeah, I noticed yeah. a credit there. I've been going through slowly. I've been going through my Terry Hall vinyl. I have you know the the LPs? I have twelve inch singles and seven inch singles, and some things overlap. And then I've been slowly entering things in when I have an excuse to listen to a record yeah. and entering them into discogs. Oh, <laughs> so when, smart. When yeah. I pull okay. them off the shelf. That's one thing yeah. I need to do. Yeah. I think start I, cataloging everything. I think I have like a hundred something in there now. So yeah. you're getting there. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> like 0.01% of the way through your, your entire catalog. Yeah, maybe. But <laughs> yeah, Terry Hall. Yeah. Are definitely RIP there. That hit me hard. I was, yeah. Uh, a big fan and I really liked the way he just he was such a restless artist and he'd change things up he didn't seem to just settle he wanted to uh, you know do things differently and change his musical style Fun Boy 3 was just so bare bones yeah it was kind of an ironic name for a band that yeah. was not <laughs> yeah. not, not fun. fun no they were not yeah. fun boys but they yeah, but the, there were three of them the the, the lunatics are taking <laughs> over yeah exactly so, so good God, listen. i love that song yeah i was listening to it on my way over here i just oh <sighs> go nuclear that cowboy told us yeah <laughs> such a great lyric yeah <laughs> So many of them, yeah. And also, don't you just love hearing about artists that you like getting together? I mean, like with Jane and Terry, just, I remember back then it making me happy and oh, just yeah. loving the story. Yeah. Yeah. I remember just being thrilled. I mean, since I was into the Go-Go's pretty early on, you know, even pre-Kathy Valentine, I saw Margot playing bass. Mm-hmm. Ooh. At the and, whiskey? Yeah. No. I, well, the first time I saw them was at UCLA. I don't know if it was Ackerman Hall, but it was just a big hall with no seats. Yeah. And they opened for X. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, I had the stiff single. And when I remember when the Go-Go's went to England to tour and, you know, they were, you know, with I think they toured with Madness and, you know, the connection with the specials and everything. Yeah. Oh, and another weird thing that I just saw that I didn't know about at all that was kind of mind-blowing. I tend to do it even if I don't have it. When somebody dies, <laughs> if it's an artist that I like, I get obsessive and I sort of deep dive sure. into them. And I was watching this specials uh, concert the other day, a BBC thing. It's something like Rock Goes to College or something. And for an encore, the specials did the song Madness. Madness. seen that before crossover yeah it was so interesting to me that 
Yeah, I just love that. I love that the, uh, you know, the brotherhood that those bands had. It was, they were all in it together, and it was a beautiful thing. You are currently enjoying Craig Rosen on the What Difference Does It Make podcast, but the time has come to take a break. And so that is exactly what we're going to do. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And we're back on the What Difference Does It Make podcast with our guest, Craig Rosen. Let's talk about Cruel World. You want to talk about because Cruel that World? Was, yes, that was you one guys of my, talk about Cruel World. That was That's one right. of my biggest revelations of the year. Well, the, the highlight of it was bringing Taco Bell into the Morrissey show. Smuggling it in. Smuggling it in. Oh, I should have I texted that to Dave Wakelin about that. I really liked his remark when he said that uh, Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, is that... <laughs> I really... Thought that was great. Nice. Did you did you remember I, that? I, context I well, because that festival, Morrissey was one of the headliners, so there was no meat available except for the street dogs once you left. Once you left the did venue. You get one? No, but I Because so, we were loaded up on Taco Bell. Yeah. We, so no, you had no. did you, you snuck Taco Bell in? Yeah, because yeah. we knew there was no meat, so we we're like, all right, we gotta that, that well, I think we just figured it was just easier it was dave's fault i'm blaming him well and cheaper no, for sure. no. yes it, it was. was it was fine yeah but. fortunately security was lax but yeah had you did you have to like put it in your pocket well, i put it i think i put it in like a, a cup or something like i stuffed my burrito inside <laughs> i don't know I what it was in my backpack i don't know. i don't know we yeah, yeah we it was it was okay it was <laughs> on uh, brookside but there was uh yeah we saw a number of great Acts. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, what was your highlight? Uh, because uh, so this was at the Rose Bowl, uh, uh, the like Brookside, in the, in wait, the, wait, wait, in more, the golf course. More specifically, the Brookside Golf Course that I have played. 
I haven't played well there, but I've played there a few times. You know why you haven't? Because I'm shocked that I mean, it's a parking lot when there's yeah. a when there's a football game, and it's a concert venue in the summertime, and. Well, I can't well, imagine that they maintain this golf course must less, be hor- like it, all the divots. No, it must be horrible. No, it's actually, it's a good course. It's difficult. Yeah? It's a good course. But last time I played there, it was really kind of a drag. And I, had I known this, I would not have uh, played. But I think they had two holes closed. I think may, maybe seven and eight. Because in that corner over there, that sort of far corner near the Rose Bowl, they had a German fest. I think it was... Some like a beer garden? Um, little oom-pum-pa bands? I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And they were, they did some versions of other songs, too. I wish I could remember what it was. It was wild, because we could hear loud and clear. It was a drag. You know, they gave us a discount, but it's just stupid to play like 16 holes. I played 16 holes. Yeah. Yeah. The the two hole discount. (laughs) Yeah. It was just silly, but oh well. So here we go. Okay. So golf, golf. We were talking about Cruel (laughs) World. All right. Okay. Cruel World. I actually had a good point to make about Cruel World. Oh, okay. So let's see. My revelation of the year. Well, so you're going to sum up 2022. At the Cruel World Fest, for, what's your discovery? For for older music fans. Okay. Like us. Okay. There was a time when I was younger and I had more attitude and I was less tolerant. If a band didn't have their original members, I would like dismiss them. I would just, oh, F them. For, that's not the real thing. But now I realize that a lot of these bands are still great. They don't have to have the original members. And actually a Cruel World performer who I interviewed later and talked to him about this, Clem Burke of Blondie, the great Clem Burke of Blondie, Mm -hmm. he said, who actually plays, get this, he plays in a Blondie cover band. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. Called in the UK. I don't think they come to America. And he said that some people aren't too excited about it. <laughs> but he's Clem Burke, and I guess he can do what he wants. Sure, why but not? like Blondie, I think, yeah, I think they only play in the UK. But he said, you know, it's really about the songs. It's about the music. And, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. We're supporting that legacy that is the music of this artist. And that's what the artists at Cruel World, you know, the church, the damned, the English beat, PIL... The psychedelic furs. I mean, you go on and on. Most of the even, bands, even Blondie, uh, who was who was playing um, who was playing bass. It was a Sex Pistols. Glenn, uh, Glenn Matlock. Yeah. Glenn yeah. Matlock. Yeah, making the band like yeah. that much cooler. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Debbie and Clem Burke are like the only right. you know longtime right, right, right on stage, but they're still great. And the Butlers are the only people from the psychedelic furs, you know, but they're still great. I mean, Devo has more original members. You know, what happens, you know, people get sick, they lose it, or they, they, some people, you know, pass away, unfortunately. Others, you know, they don't get along. It doesn't make sense, you know. You know, you got to move on. But you feel like hardcore music fans might differentiate. Like, so we might know that it's not all the same members of an original band. Does an average music fan know anybody other than Richard Butler in the band? No. no. Yeah. No, you're, nobody you're, does. You're, yeah, you're correct. It's just, yeah. So if they're true just, to the music, then... Yeah, it's just it's just like the music heads know, oh, where's John Ashton? You know, he's sure. he was the guitar player, you know. Unfortunately, John Ashton's sick and hasn't been with the band for a while. But. Right. We saw Roxy Music. It was a, what a treat, what a thrill to see most of the band yeah. members. And I mean, it, it was three of the original members. You know, this is your only opportunity to hear this music. 
Yeah. You know, they're not going to be playing around again. Much this, longer. I, I'm almost 100% sure that they will not tour again. This was your last opportunity to see, to hear this music, this original, you know, 50 years old, these songs that are 50 years old, played live by original members. Yeah. It wasn't the full band. You didn't get Brian Eno. We didn't, you know, did it make it any less thrilling to, to hear that? It was still that great. That would have been beyond thrilling. Right. Well, <laughs> sure. I loved it. We saw Alice Cooper. It's just Alice Cooper. It's not the the original 70s band. Yeah. That band is very good. Well, we saw the Go-Go's, but we didn't see uh, Gina Knock. Yeah. Oh, I saw the Go-Go's. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, Clem Burke was uh, playing with them. Yeah. He said he was the the best looking guy in the band. And that's what he told me. (laughs) I asked him how was it playing with the (laughs) Go-Go's. I mean, he was great. He was perfect. He was the perfect fit. If you were a moderate Go-Go's fan... And you didn't know, you know, well, I mean, I guess everybody knew the Go-Go's maybe. Yeah, but the yeah. songs live on. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, he's fabulous. That's, yeah. yeah, that's better. When I saw them uh, Fourth of July at the Hollywood Bowl, they had Gina's drum tech oh, really? playing for her. Yeah. So at least you got a name, got name player. No offense to the drum tech. I don't know your name. You're probably a, a wonderful, great person, but yeah. I don't know you. And talented. Yes. But you're not Gina or Clem. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> We saw Saucer Full of Secrets, which was just the drummer. It was not Pink oh, Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the the drummer, and we had Guy, Guy Pratt, Pratt and Gary, Gary Camp. Camp. But you yeah. had all renowned musicians sure. in, their, in their own right. So it right, like but, it, like- but it wasn't Roger Waters and, and David Gilmore, but this was our only was opportunity it? to hear these songs. Right. That Saucer Full of Secrets is Pink Floyd music from 67 to 72, just before Dark Side. Side. Yeah. yeah. Roger Waters doesn't play this song. He played... Yeah. You know, he did his show earlier this year, but, you know, it's all Dark Side and, and yeah. After uh, and his solo stuff. So, I mean, these are songs that aren't played ever again. So that was thrilling to, to hear that stuff. Are those Spandau Ballet guys? Uh, yeah, Gary Camp. Camp is in Spandau. Okay. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Guy so. Pratt was, he used to play oh. with uh, Pink Floyd. He, uh, oh, okay. He's played with say, everybody. Yeah. are full of Spandau. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Sauce Full of Secrets is uh, yeah. is a... Pink Floyd. I, were you yeah. a big Pink Floyd fan? Uh, not, as a pl- not, as a skateboarder, not, it's hard to skateboard not, to that. Not, yeah, well, not so much. I mean, I think when I got into them later through like the Paisley Underground, yeah, and, and the Sid Barrett yeah. and the people right, covering that, people covering Sid Barrett, and then you know, yeah, that's what uh, uh, Gary Kemp was talking about. Like it used to, be, that was like his secret. Fan, you know, he he secretly liked the band. Yeah. You know, he's like into the Clash, but. No one was into Pink Floyd until, you know, Paisley came around, you know, until like the, the 90s and so he Charlotte. Closet. He was a closet listener. Yeah. Suddenly yeah. Pink Floyd got cool in, uh, in the yeah. early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. We did see another band with all but one of the original members. And the one that wasn't there was for a legitimate reason. Oh, but the original. Wait, wait, wait. We went to a lot of shows, Holly. Yeah, we did. That's exciting. Well, That's I'm, good. I'm jealous. Um, oh, oh. I know. What? <laughs> yes, Dave. The, the, the band's so good, they named them twice. Yep. Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's Andy yeah. Taylor is sick. Yeah. Yeah, this is... Yeah, right. that's shocking. That's terrible. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I really notice when somebody announces that they have that, and that's what John... I mentioned John Ashton of the Psychedelic Furs also has prostate cancer. Yeah. Both of them sound like they're pretty far yes. along, and yeah. it's pretty serious which is tragic. So, uh, 
public service announcement. Get your PSA checked. Yeah. So yeah, you. It's a blood, so, it's a, it's yeah. a blood yeah. test. Go to your doctor. If you're a man, I'd say 50 and up, get, uh, you know, when you have a physical, ask your doctor to give you a PSA test to uh, make sure that, uh, you know, you don't have any problems and you can go on and live your life happily ever after. And like that's how yours was discovered, the PSA? Yes. If you have an elevated PSA, then they you have a biopsy, mm-hmm. and then that confirms it or or doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah. And well, hey, Yay. here's to, here's um, the yeah, 2023. Um, you're going to be, I'm, yeah. Thank you. Hey, all right. Thank you. Yes. Hey, yeah, that, yes, uh, we should. I'm finished with that and all good. And, you know, I was lucky. I know some people... I mean, I had surgery and, you know, that's no cakewalk. I mean, it's weird to say it wasn't that bad. And I can say that now. I mean, it wasn't that good either. But, you know, some adjustments and, you know, some things take a while to uh, function again uh, the way you would want them to. Uh, Small uh, price to pay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. You consider the alternative. Like, okay, this isn't so bad. Yeah. Living is better. Yeah, of course. That's what I meant. Not to belittle. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not not at all. And uh, I didn't I wasn't offended at all. But I was lucky also in terms of it was caught early, so I just had the surgery because I know some other people that had to have, on top of the surgery, then they had to have radiation and hormone therapy and everything, so not fun. And those guys, right. you know, I feel for John Ashton and Andy Taylor, who, you know, I think both of them are stage four, which is pretty far yeah. along, so... Hopefully they'll come out the other side and be okay. Yeah. Not to bring I, you. No, down. I don't. I don't know how to follow. That. <laughs> no, I, oh, uh, we can move on. No, no, move on. Move on. <laughs> Carry on. Hey, uh, this is random, but uh, <laughs> fill, what? Fill, Unlike any of the other stuff, filling in, about. filling in air while you're looking at Dave shoveling papers and yeah. Back to Terry Hall. A weird thing, you know. Before he died, this was uh, a few months ago. My wife and I were watching The Patient on Hulu with Steve Carell, who plays a Jewish uh, psychiatrist who's... Anyway, Steve Carell looking really Jewish. I don't think he's Jewish, but with stubble and uh, being held captive reminded me of older Terry Hall. Look at the pictures. There's a slight resemblance there, but... Okay. Random, random (laughs) thought of the day. (laughs) I'll have to have a closer look now. But being abducted... That I didn't know that that was part of his story, that he. Oh yeah, I didn't know that either. Terry Hall. He was abducted as a kid. Yeah, I didn't know that. And there is actually, I think it's a Fun Boy Three song. It was something I heard recently. He references that in the lyrics, but I didn't know that either until I read the obits. You took me to France on the promise of teaching me French. We were told to assemble to meet up. I was 12 and naive, you planned out our route I sat in your car, my suitcase in the boot On the M1 and the A1 until we reached over Through passport control, you pulled your car over On the liner, we stood on the deck, we left port My first time abroad, a school trip to France Well, fancy that Let's hit the sack As I changed I could feel your eyes watching me 
I crept into bed, you pretended to read The lights went out, I fell asleep Woke up with a shock And your hands on me I couldn't shout, I couldn't scream Let me out, let me dream I turned onto my side I lay there and cried On my first night in France Well, fancy that You terrified me I just wanted to sleep but he uh, attributed that to his uh, depression. Yes. Yeah. Or he attributed his depression to that. Yeah, it was horrible. You know, we hear a lot about that stuff now. And I mean, you know, that unfortunately, that is a reality. And I think that happens. Sometimes we hear about this thing and it's it does happen and it's horrible. There are some things we haven't talked about. Uh, there's a lot of things we Costco, haven't talked about. Dave wanted me to yeah. prepare something. Uh, I don't know. Costco. I'm like, what are we going to talk did about? You have, did you have a Costco pick of the uh, of the year? Costco pick of the year, uh, the Costco pick of the year, the most exciting development at Costco this year is the return of samples. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Post-pandemic. And that's a good thing? But yes. Oh, yes, yeah. I love, I love samples. It's a good thing, except when it's crowded. Because <laughs> my last Costco experience, I can't say it was necessarily a good one. I went with Patty, my, my lovely wife who I like spending time with. So it's n- nothing about her. It was kind of crowded. And there were samples, but I pulled this one move. I noticed there was a you, lot of people. Can you, are you a hoverer? No. Like as they're preparing? Because no. I, I try not to, I don't want to be that guy. Like, you know, just kind of watching Ex- as they slowly exactly. <laughs> do the, oh, do oh, the preparation. Oh, no, no, no. You got to do laps. You yes, do you laps. do. You got to do. Again. <laughs> yeah, you do laps, but also... There's a lot of people on my last... And you got to be subtle about it. You can't be, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like everyone's... Watch this guy. He's going to... He's yeah, coming back. He's yeah. going to do the lap. Yeah, he's... <laughs> wait, why, so wait. Why does that guy keep going in circles? Yeah. <laughs> so this last experience? Yeah, the last experience, I guess, you know, it was kind of spur of the moment, and I had to work later, so I, we were on the clock, <laughs> racing <laughs> against time, and I was more aware of that than Patty was. You know, she was looking at things. We were approaching uh, the vitamin section, but there were there was a sample. It was like some biscuit or cookie type thing. And <laughs> Craig I, needs his biscuit, uh, literally. I noticed, yeah, I know. You know, there are a lot of people like they have no spatial awareness at all. Mm-hmm. They just like park it and create a big traffic jam. Yep. It's nice to have it back. Before it was like everyone had to be in a yeah. bubble. Now everyone kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying for not going to Costco. I, I, but, but I try. Just, I try but, and appreciate that. Okay. People are back to not being aware of their of personal space. Down but, with people. But, yeah. But, but yeah but we were walking and we were walking quickly. I'm trying to dodge people, get to the vitamin section. And I did this like drive by maneuver. We <laughs> <laughs> had one hand on the cart, grabbed the sample with the other hand and did it. I thought it, I thought it was clean. I thought it was a good, okay. good move. I didn't think I'd get a yellow card. All right. <laughs> but, but, but. but Patty told me that. Some woman said in Spanish to her mother or an elderly person, watch out for that guy. Uh-huh. Like I was the maniac out of control. <laughs> but I had full control of the cart. Yep. I didn't even see this elderly woman. It does sound she like wasn't a yellow even in my vision. It sounds like a yellow card to me. Yes. <laughs> if, if someone had... <laughs> Fuck that. No, well, that's a, well, that's a red card for you. I t- <laughs> 
And the other thing about Costco, uh, it, was, it was quite an eventful visit, as it always is. Maybe it was more eventful because I wasn't alone. But I tend to search and destroy when I go alone. I, I have my Iggy list. Pop style. Yeah. yeah, I have my list. I don't, uh, you know, spend a lot of time sort of browsing. I just get what I want and get out. But Patty, on spur of the moment, she saw these long down jackets. <laughs> uh, and she has a down jacket, but she thought she, need, she needed the longer one to mm-hmm. keep her warmer. It was warm outside that day. So I was in shorts and, and my, I was still in my gym clothes. We went, it was Wednesday. We went to yoga <laughs> after we went to our yoga class. And I was freaking freezing. <laughs> I was buy a down jacket. Actually, Patty said, "Well, put one on." And I, I didn't think that like I could pull off the long down jacket. <laughs> oh, this is but below below the waist. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those long, yeah. long, yeah, long down okay, jacket the, coat things. Yeah, I think it's more for women. But yeah, it is more for women. But you know, hey, or Craig Rosen, or yeah, Craig. we're in this a, a different age where you know, yeah, you you're can, you're a certain age. You don't care. What, yeah, do, what do you care? Anything pull it goes. Off. Yeah, but, yeah. but you, you know. Yeah, but I did. I did temporarily put on this quilted Calvin Klein jacket <laughs> just to keep me warm while I was near the freezer section. You know, I'm very impatient when I'm at Costco. Uh, Are you? Well, sometimes I am. I guess. Really? Maybe I you should... go to Costco. It's leisurely. You're maybe, you're, you're sampling I, food. Well, you're well, you're, you're making. I, a, no, he's not. Some, you're doing laps. Yeah, you're, some, drive-by. Yeah, sometimes clearly. I'm in a rush. Pissing I mean, people I off. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I should. To have a gummy before I go or something. <laughs> Mellow me out. Hi, <laughs> advice. All right. Two hours and 40 minutes. Are we good? Good luck with this. Yeah. Dave. Yeah, have, have fun editing. Yeah. yeah I know. We I, didn't I even know, talk about that, uh, that Costco talk is going to end up on YouTube <laughs> or, or in the trash. One yeah. of the two. I think we got a good wrap up of different things for this year. Yeah. I'm happy. You happy? I'm happy. I'm happy. That was fun. I love having Craig here. Yeah. He's the best friend of the show. He is the best. We love having Craig. I wish he was here all the time sitting on the couch. I think this is the first time we're actually talking about a guest while they're still sitting here. here. Happy New Year, Holly. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, it's been a fun year. Talk to some great guests. Feel free to scroll through whatever episodes we have. Subscribe. We We still have new episodes every Friday. We do. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We're on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We're on uh, social media. We're on all social media. Yeah. WDDIM podcast and on YouTube at What Difference Does It Make podcast. We didn't even talk. Some videos actually went viral. Like, thank you, Billy Idol, for going viral this past December. Yeah, seems you guys really like Billy Idol. Yeah. <laughs> like and Catch Up Boys. Oh, and because this chat with Craig Rosen was so long, you'll see a lot of outtakes from that also. You can find it on social media at WDDIM podcast. And at What Difference Does It Make podcast on YouTube. Okay, so until next week, next Friday, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 